Hi, I'm Madeline Quigley. And I'm Emily Quinn. And this is Young and Bereaved, a podcast about grief. songs on my starred playlist until I can't ever listen to them again. It's the worst habit I have. Do you are you a burn through a song until you like makes you sick to hear it? I mean it's not so much that I get tired of hearing it, it's mostly that I find I'll just like coast on it until I find another. And Is it one that when you say coast on it, do you mean one singular song you'll coast on? Um no, so I usually go by artist. Like, oh my god, you still have a home button? <laughs> Yeah. Maddie still has a home button on her iPhone, and I just turned off the music to say that. <laughs> That's amazing. It's an iPhone SE. I love it. Anyways, I get more fixated. Wow, this is wild. I get more fixated. It's not an old phone. It's a it new feels phone, like but it I, is. Per- I wanted the home button. I mean, I've had Do this one miss? for two years, though. Do you miss No, them? I forgot about it immediately. I'm a child of the internet. Okay, you don't miss It didn't the bother home me button. at all. I no. Miss, I would miss, I don't know, I say I do. Anyways, Songs. I focus on artists. Like oh, you like okay. All through fall, good. there good. were like three months where I literally only listen to Radiohead. Right now, it's been like <laughs> that's maybe a fall. two months. Yeah, that was the fall, fall this past fall. Yeah, man, that was my yeah. That I was your fall after your mom died. You Radiohead for three into- months straight. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure there's um no, that doesn't have anything to do with that though. <laughs> I was totally mentally fine. You were oh, in a really I was good, in a really good, really place. good place. I mean, you just my um, grieving father's basement was the place specifically where I was. <laughs> well, you so listened to three time. months of Radiohead in your grieving father's basement. Uh-huh. You were good. No, good you times. Good. Those were the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Take me back to that. You know, I've always said there's too many windows in this apartment. <laughs> it's too warm and Take bright. me back to that basement. <laughs> Oh man, I I've been waiting to tell you I have poison ivy on my shin. Oh no! And that that I mean that's not the first time you've come here with poison ivy though, uh-uh. and it won't be the last. That's no, for sure. For but do sure. you love the way that my leg is dry except for where the Benadryl cream was? Mm. Can you see that kind of <laughs> smear? That's hot girl shit. Yeah, this is some hot girl shit right here. <laughs> um, Quinn and I were ha- were talking. What the hell were we talking about? And you were like, we we had to stop. And turn on the mic. What were we talking about? That we had to stop and turn on the microphone. Because we can't just hang out anymore, I guess. Oh, no. That was just me asking how you were. And you were talking about how you've been spending so much time on your phone recently. Oh. And I, I was nodding emphatically. And then I was like, wait. We like, say my that. screen time for this week, let's take a look. Ooh. It's so See, bad. I feel like it's not going to be as bad as you think no. it is. Like, mine's going to be Already three hours today. So bad. Okay. Well, I was at work all day. Mo- there was Where do you see that? Month. Month. Are you ready for this? Monday, 7 hours and 46 minutes. Whoa. That's almost 8 hours. That's almost a full work I did day. have therapy, and that was an hour. And that was this, on your this is This is what I spent an hour on. 1 hour and 41 minutes in Safari. Who the fuck knows? What were you Googling? No clue. No clue. Hour, 45, 41 <laughs> minutes in Safari. An hour and 15 minutes texting. But that... <laughs> 
If you That's not possible. You don't listen to my messages. No, no, no. When you FaceTime someone from the messaging app, it records as text messaging. You would know. Okay? An hour in seven minutes on the TikTok browser. Because I don't have TikTok, just the TikTok browser. Just like, download TikTok. An hour on Zoom with my therapist. 30 minutes on See, this YouTube. is fake. Like, you're f- it's fake. Like, these are all things that you were doing on your phone. You weren't just, like, scrolling. Thank for you. Email. But that Monday, I spent seven hours and 46 minutes on my phone. H- has me still bugging out this Thursday. Okay. Like, I, yeah. I, I went on a drive today without my phone and no music. I just, like, was like, I need In to the do, world. I need to just, like, yeah. be. Mm-hmm. I know. Sometimes when I come home from work, I have to do that because I'm, like, zipping around all day and mm-hmm. talking to so many people constantly mm-hmm. and like carrying mm-hmm. shit and tents mm-hmm. and I have to come I came home today and just like laid face down on my bed for like five minutes and then washed the dishes in total silence mm-hmm. um I'm trying to see my Your screen time. time I guess my average oh all activity um, no you you can just hit on a day this week and you can hit like a certain day your Sunday looks like my Monday Oh, yeah, shit. five. Five hours of okay. nine, that is almost... See, and two of that were on social. Does it just say social? 44 minutes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 39 on TikTok, which I don't think is really that bad. 39 on TikTok, I think, is admirable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I spent more than that on the TikTok browser on Monday. <laughs> and then uh, 36 of that in messages, maybe that was... I mean, that could have actually been texting, or it could have been FaceTime. That's, but that's not... Five hours. I don't know. That doesn't seem like it adds up to five hours. I agree. I'm not. <laughs> the math is not. R- oh, ew! It tells you how many times you picked up your phone. I don't want to know. I don't like that. I don't want to know. I picked up my phone eighty four times that day. You should. Do I dare? <gasps> okay. Oh my god! <laughs> it is horrifying. When I picked up my phone a hundred and eighty five times that day. Oh. My I God. broke my phone addiction. I don't, I delete it. I don't go on Instagram. Yeah, I, I totally broke I my know. phone addiction. And then a day like Monday comes around and I'm on my phone for eight hours and it like fucks me up for the week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like, you asked how I was. I had okay. a big, I had a big phone You're day on Monday and I am yeah. so out of whack. I need I to like meditate or something. Mm-hmm. I need to like, I don't know. Yeah. And it's not even like peak covid anymore no like we can't even blame it no. on being stuck in. i was down to less than two hours a day for months and months and months and then this weekend i think i was just like i've been back on the dating apps and i think that's okay part of it. yeah i've been, though you didn't see it and it wasn't in my most used <laughs> i think when i'm on dating apps i'm just on my phone more well yeah you yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. yeah i don't know that's just my do you have any games on your phone you got games on your phone you got games. Um, I do have this game. It's like a flower quiz, and it it like oh my god, it like. I mean that's that is fun, but it is nerd shit. Otherwise, Duolingo again, not actually a game. This what's this one? That's my radar. That's a weather radar. That's not oh. a game. <laughs> um, that's the weather radar. I don't know. I think mostly I just do. Like, like podcasts and my dating apps. Yeah, that's probably about where. What about you? You a gamer? <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm not a gamer. I played that game. Like, what was it called? Two, four, six, eight, or two. Mm-hmm. This okay. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Um, 
But for the most part, my app or my phone is like astrology apps and dating apps and work apps. Why does your home chain look like that? Because I have a phone that was made in this Oh my god, your interface (laughs) could not be more different than mine. Why do you have the weather? What is is that up there? That's the weather? No, that's that's what planetary hour we're in. Oh! How do you just do that? Like, can you put anything on there? Kind of. Yeah, people have, like, really customized the shit out of their phones. They're called oh, it, widgets. I have no widgets. My I'm running some old fucking software. Yeah, I, I know you have a home button. Yeah. Well, the yeah, but the phone they sell this phone. It's an iPhone SE too. Oh, they still sell it. Yeah, it's an. It's Usually a, they chuck out the last one I know, so but fast. I think they sell this for like old people who didn't want to like who wanted the home button. Aww. Old people would like just learned how to use the home button, and then Apple was like, "I think my dad got used to not having the home button pretty fast, which is saying a lot because he's never gotten used to anything in his <laughs> life." <laughs> if he doesn't have Taurus in his chart, I, I I'll eat my me? cat. Like I don't. <laughs> Does he not know what time he was born? I've no, he doesn't know, and I would have to um, ask his mom, and I don't even know if she would know. Look how little this I drink. I just can't. It seriously is. It's so zingy. I don't like kombucha. Oh, really? I have. I mean, I will drink it probably again. But no, it's not something I reach for. <clears throat> um, yeah, the album Currents that I was just playing and that I've been listening to nonstop for like a month now um, was written during his Saturn return. And he mentions that in an interview about it and how it actually informs the way that he put the album together. That's such your shit. I know, that article was, like, made for me. Am I going through my Saturn return right you now? You are. Makes I sense. I mean, look. Okay. Are you supposed to be creative during your Saturn return? Not necessarily, or suffering, because that I am. You are supposed to be suffering. Well, and he's suffering. He is suffering. And this is a sad album, Currents, is actually. Okay. I mean, it sounds disco, but the lyrics are very sad. How long does your Saturn returns last? Um, between, like, two and three-ish years. Two and a half-ish. Okay. Is it, am, I, I, am I almost done, or? Oh, no, yours just started. It just started. <laughs> it started oh. in December. It started in December. <laughs> oh. So the mom dying was a prelude? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I got a story. <laughs> Sips kombucha. I bought this fucking cherry cran. I'm sorry, cranberry kombucha, and it is so much flavor. Yeah. Like it is just. It's lit. It's called cosmic cranberry. Okay. I don't know what you expected. There's 16 ounces. I couldn't drink eight ounces of this. Would be a lot. I don't know how I will. Let me try it. I have a really good story though. Okay. I've okay. Been okay. Waiting to yes. tell you. For the pod, and it actually has to do with death and mom. So. Wow. <laughs> Wow! No. I'll allow it. You'll allow I'll it. Allow it. Time. So, um, this is like kind of like a follow up to our grief. What do you think? Sorry, but obviously I have to say mom, you have. To, she just drank the kombucha. What the fuck did you think? Um, you're right. It's very it's powerful, but I don't hate the flavor. Well, don't you think poured over a little pure Lacroix? I have pure Lacroix. Go get some pure Lacroix. Bitch. Fuck that story. You want some gin? Yep. Oh, uh, maybe. Pause it. Okay. It's been. Oh my god. How the times have changed. 
since we so much has happened. So much has happened in the in you no time. Nothing to you. happened for you. For you, nothing has happened. For That's us, magic. For us, that's magic, man. We have turned the kombucha into our new drink, Sad Girl Summer Cocktail. Oh my god! Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Wait. Wait. I know. That kind of hits. It hits. The Sad Girl Summer Cocktail, which we'll post on our Instagram, mm. is In le- these cups, lemon Lacroix, gin, and. Cosmic cranberry kombucha. <laughs> that we've been shitting on. That we've been shitting on, episode. and now we're like, everyone go out and buy it. <laughs> GT Dave, shout out to you. This cosmic cranberry lemon Lacroix gin, sad girl summer cocktail. Do you everyone... think it would be good with other? Um, I mean, it would be good with other liquor too. I feel like it would, it be, would be fine with vodka, vodka yeah. at least. Um, yeah, it's fucking good. It's a good drink and fights off a UTI <laughs> with the cranberry. Fights off a mean UTI, you guys. <laughs> Sad girl summer cocktail. Sad girl summer, no UTIs. <laughs> it's functional. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. It's practical. Wow. I'm so okay. glad. Okay, so you had a story. I have a good, I have a good story that I've been saving. Um, this happened like oh, probably a week ago at this point. So Jane, my best friend Jane, who I have referred to on the podcast we love a lot. Jane. Yeah. Why don't we just make Jane a character? Oh my, that's. I have. I've, I've just been calling her my best friend, but her yeah, name's so Jane. Jane. Everyone knows Jane. Yeah. My best friend Jane, she lives in Seattle. She um, unfortunately lost a friend. She has a friend who died by suicide uh, a few weeks ago. I don't know oh exactly when it happened. Yeah. And um, she had just found out and she had called me about it and was like pretty upset yeah. and, and rattled about it. It was someone our age and it, it, the circumstances were obviously very tragic and she was rattled by it and she, it was someone she, who had gone to her high school and she had her, she was like, okay, I'm just calling to let you know, I'm actually having another friend from high school come over and we're going to have breakfast together and just kind of, you know, talk about it, whatever. So that happened, obviously very sad. Jane texts me the next morning and goes, oh my God, I just had the most vivid dream about your mom. <gasps> So she calls me immediately, and she's like, Maddie, I just had this dream that we were in our Prague apartment. Jane and I met while studying abroad in Prague. We lived in apartments across the hallway from each other. That's how we became friends. She's like, we were in the stairwell in our Prague apartment, and your mom was sitting at the top of the stairs, and I was standing at the bottom. And your mom was telling me how. I'm like tearing up. Your mom was telling me to not worry, and that death can be such a welcome home to so many people, and that you, that there's no way we can possibly understand, but to not worry about it, and it can be okay, and that for a lot of people, it is the right thing at the right time for them, and to just just trust in that and be okay. And um, she was like, and your mom looked beautiful, and, and she was just letting me know that like it's okay, you don't need to worry. Like for some people, it's okay, and like don't. Like, you can't understand. You can't possibly understand. Yeah. I know. And Jane, she called me and she was like, and I was like, she's like, I had a really vivid dream about your mom last night. And I was like, my mom was really in my dream too. Like, my mm. mom was hanging out. And, and, um. What night was that? I could figure it out. I don't know off the top of my head. I could, like, track it. Yeah, let By me talking know. to Jane. But I, I will. But isn't that incredible? That really is. It's like, I'm, like, tearing up thinking That's about miraculous. it. All day I was just like. She's like, yeah, it was like your mom was just so healthy and happy and like vibrant and beautiful wow. and was just telling me not to worry about like and death. How and how straightforward. Straightforward. Like the day that Jane had been really sad about her friend Jane who had died by you. suicide, 
it doesn't even need to be a dream, just the idea that your mom is looking out for your friends. Oh. Like, you know, it doesn't need to just be happen in a dream. Like, yeah. like it makes me happy to know that, like, my mom's looking out for Jane, too, or other That's people so in beautiful. my life. Because, of course, she is. She's a mom, you know? Like... And you, she's looking out for you. Your mom and my mom are like, what are these bitches doing? <sighs> yeah. Um, like, we're like, it's unorganized. We're like, we should start drinking. That will make it more organized. I don't know. The only thing that really, like, was quick and came to, I mean, not quick, but the only concise topic that came to mind was, like, the idea of, how we um, tended to our mental health, mm. how we have tended to our mental health. Mm-hmm. Love and, it. like, therapy specifically. I love that idea. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first, or shall I? Or should we make um, it more natural than that? <laughs> um, no, I can go first. I mean, it was my idea, so I've been thinking about it. And also, I did talk about that therapy appointment last week with, like, tying up loose ends with my therapist. and In a sense of, like, you're not going to go back? Not that I'm, I mean, it's not an, it, it was very clear that it's not a shut line. Yeah. Like, I can always go back. That's, mm-hmm. I can always go back. Um, but you don't think you're going to continue a consistent? No, I don't, I don't think I am. How often were you going? Like every two weeks, sometimes okay. every three. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a huge mm-hmm. part of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, it really was actually. Um, so yeah, I waited maybe two months to seek therapy because mm-hmm. um, it was just getting to a point where I, if I didn't understand anything else, I understood that what was happening was too big for me to understand. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I needed help and, and I knew I needed a, a professional to guide me through it. Um, and so I went on psychology today in Pittsburgh, just no connections, didn't know anybody, found a couple of people whose bios I liked and I kind of liked their vibes and their websites. So, you know, you send out a couple of emails, you try to date around the therapy yeah. pool uh-huh. and see if any of the shoes fit right away, which is so unlikely. Finding a therapist sucks. Jane and I always talk about this because you're, whenever you need to find one, you're so incapable of oh, it. Yeah. When you need a therapist the most, you're like so incapable of finding one and it, the ch- and it's so hard to find a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're, like, at peak mental health. Which is why bitch. this was amazing, because Cynthia was the first person I went to. And I went to her and immediately knew mm-hmm. that she was going to be my person mm-hmm. for this. Um, and there was a lot of other stuff going on, too, that I was working on. And she... I mean, I just... I don't... She, I don't know how I would have done it. Like, I just don't, truly don't know how I would have navigated the choices that I had to make on a day-to-day basis for myself and for the people around me. Um, there are so many choices I would have made out of anger that mm-hmm. I chose not to because I was talking to Cynthia. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Like, I just think I would have been a lot more reactive. She really made me stop and and breathe before I did anything or said anything. Yeah, wow, that's great that you had that. Yeah, yeah, because I definitely was feeling a lot of um, anger in the late summer and winter. Anger isn't something that I really channel into super often, Mm -hmm. so it's not like my um, brain's first choice of Mm -hmm. emotional reactions. Yeah, I I feel you. Yeah, I I don't think I'm ever really an an angry person. Because anger, like, 
feels. But it's like I mean, it, it, it. But it's healthy. Like you have to feel it. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't. I don't know how to do it in the healthy way. I guess anger is a tough one. I don't know. I think a lot of people have trouble. Oh doing yeah. Anger. I think most people don't know how to handle anger in a healthy well, way. Well, yeah, because we talk about it in such a derogatory way. Yeah. Like, you can be angry and not hurt people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that I was in a place where I wanted to hurt people. And she, like, steadied my hand. Mm-hmm. Especially because with phones and technology, it's so easy now to fire off a text when you're yeah. sleeping. It's so easy. Right. She literally was like, can you wait two hours before you do anything? And I was like, all right. Can't. So, I, can't. I was like constantly grinding my teeth and she would laugh at me all the time because I would roll my eyes. Like I, my body language was just so obvious yeah. when I was in therapy that she would just laugh at me. And I mean, I would laugh too, but, um, and she was very body focused and like very aware of my breath throughout a session and could just picked up on stuff really, really, really fast. Like before I picked up on it sometimes we're just constantly adjusting my posture, constantly telling me to put my feet on the ground, uncross my arms, uncross my legs. So do you think therapy was your biggest mental Yeah, loss? yeah, because I, I was not in New York anymore. Like, I didn't have anything to distract me. I didn't have yeah. a car to go anywhere. Yeah, it was you were pandemic. Living, you were like, just Radiohead in the basement. Oh, God, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, and I, I, it was like, not only was it doing what it was doing, it was also an hour in the car every couple weeks by myself, you know, which was like really nice. Oh, driving there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And driving back. I think that being in the car after a therapy session is like Mm -hmm. very, I don't know. Do you know that feeling? The good, the the like good 20 minutes after therapy. Yeah. You just kind of feel like you exercised. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good way of describing it. Yeah. Oh, I always, there's like this one gif of Beyonce at like, I don't know, the Super Bowl or something where she's walking and there's like fireworks going off in the background. And that's always how I feel for the first 20 minutes after therapy. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like really like I'm, I'm doing so it. I'm so in control right I'm now. I'm so in control. And that's like just 20 minutes though. Yeah. And like then the, the next thing happens. Like if I answer a text <laughs> message, that's probably because. And then because you interact with another human being. I can, I try to like do the things like answer text messages that I hate doing that make me really anxious in those 20 minutes. Like I like hit, I'm like, I gotta call my godmother back. 20 minute window. I have a 20 minute minute window to answer 200 text messages. (laughs) Great. Yeah, I started going to therapy two weeks after my mom died. Oh, nice. I was in a horrible place. I was so broken. Yeah. So, as you can imagine. And I don't know how you even did that two weeks after. How, oh, this is even, what I did. What did you even talk Are about? Are you like, ready for how I found a therapist? I was please. doing yard work, and I was like... <laughs> how does it start this way? I'm on my phone, I'm doing yard work, or no, I'm doing yard work, and I'm like losing my fucking mind, and I'm like, I can't take it anymore. And what I realized was... I was dumping on my friend Jane so much and she was taking it like a champ. Like she was like, like wake me up in the middle of the night. If you need to talk, like if you're up, like she'd call me first thing as soon as she woke up, how are you right now? And I was like, I remember just being like, I need to dump more and I know I can't dump anymore on Jane. And so I literally Googled therapist and like it used (laughs) my location and it picked the nearest office to where I was, which I hit just the call button. 
and left a voicemail being like, anyone who can talk to me, I will talk to them. Call me back. Bye. Literally. I'm not fucking kidding you. I just picked the nearest (laughs) by geolocation. I just typed therapist into Google. The nearest (laughs) office hit call, left them with the most desperate voicemail. What I would do to get a copy of that voicemail. Please call me back. To put on the podcast. It was just like, anyone. I will talk to anyone. Call me back. Bye. anyone there? Yeah. That's incredible. My therapist called me back. Surprise, surprise, wasn't a great therapist because it was just the nearest therapist <laughs> Desperation. It was just a desperation therapist, but... How long did you go to them? So, um, I went to them from that May, but because of COVID, my insurance was covering therapy yeah. 100%, and so I met up with this ther- this pretty mediocre therapist mm-hmm. for... Ugh, mediocre therapy is it wasn't the good. worst. But all I needed was to vent. Just luck. to talk. I just needed yeah. to talk and cry yeah. for an hour, and we met twice a week. Mm. We were meeting twice a week. Damn. For the Damn. first, um, I think we met twice a week from May to like end of August. Wow. And then we kept talking through like I wonder November. what would be different if I had gone to therapy twice a week in, in the two weeks after. Yeah. I started going to therapy twice a week. You probably remember a lot more than I do from that time. Yeah. and But these sessions were, I was so broken. Like mm-hmm. I was just like a broken crying person. Uh, like a little shattered human trying mm-hmm. to talk. And like my therapist was like. In, I think I really helped him get some like <laughs> therapistry cred. He was not. He he was very he overwhelmed by me. Skin. I gave him some yeah. like good experience or something, but I didn't even care. <laughs> I like actively knew he didn't know what to do or say. And yeah. I still was just like, I need this. I'm See, guys, going. Even therapists don't know what yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah. Even the even the therapist was. We're just fucked. Like, We're fucked. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyways, I stopped talking to him in, like, the holiday time, Mm -hmm. and, um... How'd you break up with him? Well, it's actually really sad. Did he die? His mom died. No! Yes. You're kidding! No. Were you gonna bring that up? I didn't know if, like, I was alive. Is that okay to say? I didn't give out any details. Well, yeah, he called me and was like are you I already kidding? wanted to end it because he was a bad therapist and by the time I was like somewhat more stable I was like this is like a waste of my time <laughs> but he not a waste of his time he learned a lot yeah he seriously <laughs> I think I like helped him because I gave him a real good look but anyways he I yeah when he told me his mom died I was like are we switching now like <laughs> is, it, is, is it contagious am I now the one is who's gonna help you but he called me and said it and Holy was like, shit. do you think this is a, like, conflict of interest? How old was he? Uh, I don't know, early 30s, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's a con- conflict of interest. If you want to stop, that's fine. And I said, no, it's fine over the phone. And then I thought about it. And then I was like, oh, no, yeah. I'm this, I don't want to do this. Because even in our first session, I felt myself holding back about the reality yeah. of how painful it Obviously, I felt myself holding back. And then I just emailed him ending it. I was going to do it over the phone, but then I was like, let myself have this one where I just send an email. Yeah. Like, and end it over yeah. email. Like, just end it over email. It's so much easier. You don't need to call him and explain it. No. So I, I had a therapist it. I liked, and I didn't even call her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just easy. If you're in that place, just end it. Give yourself one they break. They know it's not personal. It, well, <laughs> well, it is. It but it's professional by nature. 
But then I have a new therapist, and I love my new therapist. She's so great. She gets me. She says shit to me that, like, feels like being punched in the face, and I love it. That's what I wanted. I said to her, I was like, I need a therapist who calls me on my shit. I would walk out of Cynthia's office every two weeks literally drenched in sweat, have to take Mm -hmm. a nap after. Like, Mm -hmm. she would beat me up, Mm -hmm. emotionally speaking. Yeah, that's what I needed. And that's not for everyone. Like, everyone... No, I needed that. But some people would, like, wouldn't want that Mm -hmm. in the aftermath or whatever. But either way, whatever type of therapist you're getting, get into fucking therapy. Most people all the time anyways. Like, I don't... I think my therapist and I, we don't really talk about my mom so much anymore. Like, it comes up if it's really bothering me, but we talk about... Yeah. I got a other couple suitcases I'm lugging around too, so sometimes right. we unpack those, but therapy is such a huge mental. I think the thing that helped the most with my mental health though after my mom passing was just being like so having like developing a very intense mindfulness practice. Well, yeah. Meditating. I was meditating at least twice a day for the first like probably 4 months or so. I was meditating like twice a day. Um Going on just, like, a lot of walks, just doing, like, a lot of gardening with no music. I went to Harvard Acres every single day. Yeah, you did go to Harvard Acres every single day. Sat on that tree, smoked my little bowl. (sighs) Had a little moment. I kind of missed that. It's still there. It's still there, dude. It's just farther now. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a a feeling to that time. Mm -hmm. It was, like, the one time I felt peace (laughs) in winter. I was still listening to Radiohead, though. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't healed, don't get me wrong. (laughs) I was just in the woods. So, yeah, having a mindfulness practice really helped my mental health. Yeah, my therapist begged me, continues to beg me to meditate consistently. And, like, I know it would be helpful. And even the astrology of my chart says that it would be helpful. Like, the universe has been pushing me to consistently meditate for a very long time. And I really struggle. I just really, really struggle to sit down and do it. Why? Okay, sorry. I get it, but, like, what? what is it? that? What's the block that's stopping you from doing it? You just, like, came at me a little bit. I I, I was going to take a drink, and then I was like, because it's you. Why? I don't want to give a BS, like, oh, I get it. Like, I'm curious. Yeah. What, what is it just that you find yourself doing other things, or while you, you start to do it, and you're like, fuck this? It just... I'm always in a rush to get it over with when I am doing it. Yeah, you're doing it for a to-do list thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the wrong way to do it, for sure. I just always feel, even if it's not true, which is not, I always feel like I could be doing something else also. What, TikTok? Yeah, literally, yes. Like, I don't, they, all my brain has just been poisoned by computers. It has. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, so it's hard. To just sit there. Yeah. And do nothing. I like doing yoga. Well, that's a, a, I'm doing. a good medium. I think to beginning with a guided meditation is absolutely. I the actually way to have go. found some I really like. Yeah, that's if you don't meditate a lot, and even when I have, I haven't been med- meditating a lot recently. But when I start to get back into it, I always do a, a guided meditation yeah. to begin. Always, yeah. it's so hard. Oh, what's also been hard is that I'm working at this morning restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a morning routine at all anymore, mm-hmm. and that's where I would usually fit that in. Yeah, morning routine. So key. it's, like, tough for me to rearrange, to have it. I don't, nighttime routine sounds strange to me, although I'm sure it's great to have a, a nighttime ritual. I'm not, I've never been that kind of person. I guess I could try. 
because I don't have a morning routine anymore. And that's where I used to do yoga, eat my one big meal of the day, meditate, pull a tarot card. Like, maybe well, How you just don't want to wake up earlier. Sorry, I'm not coming at you. I'm just curious about your life. <laughs> so you don't want to do something for you? or <laughs> When I wouldn't take cold medicine because it was gross when I was a kid, my mom would say, fine, suffer. <laughs> fine, suffer. <laughs> um... I, no, because I have to be at work so early. I, I can't get up earlier. Yeah, I am not a morning person. Mm-hmm. I simply biologically okay. am not wired to wake now up early in the morning. Now you're coming at me. I, the I, look in her eyes, though. <laughs> I, just, I just got feral about not being a morning person. Yeah, glaring at me. Because I'm a I fucking... am not. <laughs> biologically. <laughs> I'm working on it. Whatever. You don't need to... Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, whatever. Like the whiteboard says, nothing matters. Nothing matters. I was really good in my routines there for a while. Yeah, me too. And now I've just fallen off lately. Like, I just... And I'm not feeling good about it. I feel worse. Well, yeah. Of course. Surprise. (laughs) I felt better when I... It's okay to say things that we all know are true. Mm Mm-hmm. Out loud. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just going to affirm them by Mm -hmm. saying, yeah... I have one last piece of content. Okay. Will you open the email, please? What? Are okay, you not able yeah, to? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I know the password. <laughs> <laughs> the panic on my face just there? Yeah, actual panic. <laughs> so, my friend Alex messaged us. Alex and I did Guys and Dolls together in middle school. <laughs> Okay, so, so Alex sent us a message after our grief dreams talk. Yeah. And her grandpa passed away in 2015 and they were very close mm-hmm. and he was like a very sweet man. Mm-hmm. And he was also a devout Catholic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm going to read this paragraph from her email. My grandpa was a devout Catholic his whole life. As Quinn can attest from our days at Jesus camp, I used to be pretty religious but I stopped going to church in college and was sort of on the outs with God at the time of my grandpa's passing. But after he passed, I started going to the Saturday night service on our campus every weekend. Maybe this is really weird, but I didn't go to reignite my faith. I actually went to talk to my grandpa. Every moment where we were asked to pray, I would just talk to him instead. I felt like that was the best chance I had to communicate with him. If he wasn't listening to me in church, then he wasn't listening. I hadn't talked to him for a few weeks at the time of his passing, and I was feeling really guilty about that. And I felt like after all he had done for me throughout my life, I didn't have a chance to tell him at the end how much I loved him. I hoped he knew that, but I had been away at school for a few years and was wrapped up in my own life. It made me feel sick to my stomach. So I would go to church every week and pray to Pappy. Well, a few months after his passing, I was having some random dream. I have really vivid dreams, and I like to call them semi-lucid. I don't necessarily realize I'm dreaming, and I can't control the environment or the circumstances, but I always feel like I'm in control of my own actions. Anyway, she was having some dream about something else, and suddenly my grandpa appeared. He was smiling and looked happy and healthy. Still old, but not sick and skinny like he was when he passed. He said, hi, my love, which was always how he greeted me and held out his arms for a hug. I immediately started crying in my dream and hugged him. I knew he was dead, and so I was wondering why he was there. But I remember feeling really happy in my dream. I was just happy to see him again. I asked him why he was there, and he said he just wanted to visit me and let me know that he was okay, and he loved Mm -hmm. me. It felt like he was saying goodbye, and I got to tell him that I loved him and I missed him. 
After that, the dream returned to what I had been dreaming about before, and he was gone. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? That's so beautiful. Yeah. Wow. This is your friend Alex. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that, Alex. That Did that make so you cry? Aw. She also she sent me a first statement um, about my mom and her dog, Alex's dog. She just said, um, <laughs> I first met Brenda when I came over to Quinn's house in middle school for the first time. I was told I could call her BQ, which I thought was weird until I met her. She was so fucking funny and lovely. I remember she swore in front of me and her and Quinn talked to each other like they were friends. They poked fun at each other and laughed together. It was beautiful. Oh, I love that. I'd never met a mom like that before, and I remember genuinely wanting to hang out with her, even though I was 11 years old. She was a badass lady. I got a, I got another really great email, too, but I'm going to save it for next week. It's okay. from, uh, did you read the... Uh, I haven't read her follow-up, no. You should wait to... Well, did you read the... I read the first one. Did you read my response? No. Oh, okay. You okay, got I'll it. read through it. Well, not, well you can, or I can, t- I can read it to you on the pod. Oh, okay. Oh, then I won't. Then I won't. Okay. <laughs> this is getting intense. Um, I have a recommendation. Okay, go off. I'm going to recommend... Um, I thought about this a lot. Oh. I, I was going to recommend The Goldfinch. I don't know if I've oh, mentioned it on here. You haven't. Um, you have it. Have you read... Or you have a book by her. No, that's it. Oh, yeah, you have it done there. The I've Goldfinch. read the first, like, 100 pages, so I know the premise. Um, did you read it before or after your mom died? Before. I think... I Why I wanted to read it is because... Or recommend it is because it's a book that... It's one of those ones that I read fully conscious the whole time that if I had read this before my mom had died, I don't think I would have appreciated it quite as much. But reading it after my mom died, mm. it, the book weighs so much wow. more in your hands knowing like being able to relate and um well, I just read her other book The Secret History did you, you like that? it oh I loved it I loved it The Goldfinch is a good story and it's 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 like a good story because it has like twists and turns and all this stuff and it's not too hack like I hate like endings that are like well that wouldn't have happened like <laughs> I hate endings that don't make sense but all of it makes sense and it's just so sad and but, like, it's nice to, like, like relate to the character. I don't know. It's kind of like Harry Potter where, like, you know when you're, like, reading Harry Potter as a kid? I don't know if you did this, but, like, when I was a kid and I'd get in trouble, I'd be like, well, one time Harry did this and Aww. he was okay and he got out of it. And I would think about the goldfinch a lot, right? I'd be like, well, this character, like, went through it too. Like, it just, wow. it was like having a grief friend in the book and, like, Wow. Seeing how their life kind of fell apart in the aftermath of like their mm-hmm. loss was just kind of like a well, it could be worse sort of situation. So I love and it could be worse. Yeah, I just I think it's a good sad book and yeah. it, it deals with loss and in a way that it feels like you you gain a a sad friend. So I just have like fifteen other unread books that I, I have know. to get through. I'm not gonna bring up Akatar. Because how far are you? They've had sex. Oh, <laughs> shit. You have no clue what's coming, bitch. <laughs> is there going to be a fairy threesome or what? Tell me there is. 
I cannot. I you think gotta. A very threesome. You need to just finish it because I need to give you the second one. Like I need you. I'm almost done. You're, yeah, yeah. Where you are. She just got spoilers, but but read it and fast forward fifteen seconds. Like anyone cares. She just got sent back home. Okay. Which I'm surprised actually happened. You gotta like read the whole book. Like what happens I'm next? Trying, no, 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 dude. no. Listen, listen, listen. What I'm saying is like. When I got to the next part, I was like, I'm just going to read the spoilers. And I read the Wikipedia pages for the next Why three. would you do that? It was so dumb. Don't do I that. I have never done that in my really? life. Have I think really it's never? insane. That have you really? I have never okay. done that she's in coming my at me life. again. <laughs> I truly think it's insane that people do that. A lot of people do that. I knew a person who would flip to the end of a book, read the last chapter. No, that's okay. That wasn't what I was doing. I that's just, exactly what you. No, were doing. I thought that the book was like I would like didn't like the next thing that happened, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to read five more books of this because I knew there was a lot of books in the series, and I thought it wasn't for me. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna read the spoilers, and then I read the spoilers, and I was like, fuck, this is good. I don't. I wish I had read this. Okay. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Well, yeah, you really hyped I, up book two. I'm very excited uh, for it. Damn. Okay. Oh no, I. I'm enjoying book one, so if it's better yeah. than book one, then uh-huh. I'll, lo- I'll love it. What's happening? I just like putting my face in my shirt sometimes. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, do you have anything in the stars you want to chat at? Um, today was cute. We had Venus trining Jupiter. Um, Jupiter is currently in Pisces, as we know, and Venus entered Cancer yesterday, I believe. Um, so they're both in water signs and they are both in signs of exaltation. So they're both in signs where they feel not just at home, but like royalty. Like the signs that they're in are like pampering the fuck out of them so they can do everything that they would usually do and more and do it in this like... Is this just today? Yeah. And do it in this exalted way. Today is like this really kind of quick, cute transit that we're getting and it'll be separating through the rest of the day and tomorrow, but it peaked today at 4.30. So transits have peaks, which is really cool. Um, So that's when they were exactly trining. And trining is that it's the angle. They make a trine angle to each other. Um, So they're both in super happy water signs, like ooey gooey. Like Mm. Venus is kind of in this like mushy cancer sign and um, just like making everybody feel at home and super nurturing and eating your favorite food is kind of what that would feel like. And then Jupiter and Pisces is like, how can we exaggerate all of the good things that that transit has to offer. Why does that offer. have to last for a day? Well, Why yeah, is I that mean, a day? Yeah, meanwhile, I'm going through a Sun Square Pluto transit for three years. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, Why no, is but... this good shit one <laughs> fucking Cause day? It's, yeah, because it's the slower moving planets that usually have the better significations. But also, also that's not even a fair thing to say because it, it has so much to do with like... Uh, Venus and Jupiter could be in a square and that's like a, a quote unquote negative uh-huh. angle. And th- I mean, that would okay. last like the same amount of time. So it's, it, you know, it, good things and bad things happen every single day, like different transits. Mm-hmm. Um, but today was like a really sweet, like one of the sweeter transits of the whole year was Venus trying Jupiter. Um, and transits like that happen every single day. And the way that it becomes personal is the way that it's transposed into your chart. So, all you would need to do to see like, oh, well, all those words sound really cool, but I have no idea what that means for me, mm-hmm. which I know can be a really frustrating position to be in because mm-hmm. it's like you want to unlock this code. Like you want to know what does that mean? How can I in- insert that into my life? Like I've been there 
And it's not so much about, because I used to think, oh, um, Mercury is in Libra. I have a moon in Libra. Like, what does that mean? And it's really not so much about that. It's just paying attention to what signs everything is in and then, like, knowing what house that is for Mm -hmm. you. So if you know what house Cancer and Pisces are in in your chart, which for you is going to be your first house and some other house. Moon um yeah that's your first house yeah i don't know where pisces is. um but whatever houses cancer and pisces rule that's where that sweet little delicious moment was happening today nothing super earth shattering um i think next week i'll do some more like educational cool stuff like really kind of dipping into what the big three are on a more specific level making that more digestible and um, if I can leave you with anything, it's that you should be reading your horoscope for your rising sign. And that's all I got. The Leo horoscopes are so much more fun than the Cancer ones. I don't know what to tell you. That I'm not really a Leo? No, you are really a Leo. It's just that the rest of your chart is actually dictated by the location of your ascendant. So if you're reading a horoscope about the month ahead, they can only really forecast what's going to happen if they know your rising sign. Your sun can, okay, so here's the difference. Your sun can be in any house. Your sun can fall in any house, any of the 12 houses that we all have. Your sun can be in any of those, depending on where it is in the sky at the time that you're born. Your rising sign is always the first house. The rising sign and the first house are synonymous as terminology, mm-hmm. um, basically. The ascendant, the first house, the rising sign. That's always going to be the same thing. Your rising sign can't be anywhere else because of what it is on an um, astrophysical level Mm -hmm. is that it's the degree of the like constellation rising over the eastern side of the earth as you were born. And that never goes anywhere. The sun goes places. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So if you're reading a horoscope that somebody has said like, oh, I'm going to create a horoscope for uh, Tauruses... It would make much more sense to use the Taurus rising wheel, which tells you which sign rules every single part of a Taurus rising's life. But if you have someone with a Taurus sun, that sun could be anywhere from the first to the 12th house. Does that make sense? The the rising sign influences everything else. Exactly. But the sun... Is Mike, the sun. Is just the, is your sun. For you, it is important because it's you have a Leo sun, right? Mm-hmm. So your sun rules itself. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a Leo placement, the sun is going to be a little bit more important. But your sun, or your ascendant, it, it's the first stroke of Inca on the map of your chart. Like, mm-hmm. it is one of the most sensitive points in the chart. And it can tell you about the rest of the chart because it sets up all the other houses. The sun doesn't do that. Nothing else does that. It makes sense. You make it make sense. I hope that it does make sense. And if anybody is becoming interested or is interested in astrology and like wants to drop a line, has any questions, I'm obviously unable to shut up about it. So like, please do. Slide in them DMs. Yeah. Well, guys. That was a trip. That was an episode. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. That episode. All over the map. But Yeah. Guys, thank you for fucking listening yeah, to this episode. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, Two weeks in a row. Oh, yes. We didn't skip. <laughs> we just made a bonkers episode, but we did not skip. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Love you so much. Please follow and email at briefpodcast, briefpodcast at gmail.com. What she said. Bye. Bye.